This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And we are answering questions based out of the book of Genesis in our sermon series that we're currently going through. Today, our question is really a pretty interesting question. Could God have orchestrated the Big Bang? Could is a slippery question. Could, yeah, he could have. He could do whatever he wants. He could have created the world in a billion plausible different Mm -hmm. ways. So let's uh, let's define the Big Bang yep. really simply. I mean, you might be new to this. And um, the Big Bang theory states that about thirteen point seven billion years ago, billion. all matter billion, not million, all matter in the universe concentrated into a single incredibly tiny point. Very very heavy, by the way. Mm-hmm. So like, it would have to be like all of matter didn't get lighter; it's just all condensed. And so uh, this point began to enlarge rapidly in a hot explosion, and it's still expanding today. Which is why uh, it appears that planets and stars and everything is growing farther and farther apart, and um, galaxies are moving farther and farther away from us, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that if they're all moving apart, if you go in reverse, then they all were con. Dense into they, that they were connected point. at one time would be a natural assumption. Yeah, and um, uh, astronomy, uh, as we look at the stars, we learn a couple things that um, that stars can be condensed into singular, very small points of very dense matter, and mm-hmm. then they explode. and And so the phenomenon of exploding small, tiny pieces of matter is not like a it's not a crazy idea. the The challenge you have is what happened before the Big Bang. There are endless theories, and at that point, not only is Big Bang a theory because obviously no one was there to see it, it is logical to deduce, to, to deduce though, that if everything is moving farther and farther apart, then it would be logical to deduce that if you went backwards and hit rewind, it would get closer and closer together. Right. Like, that's, I get and, it. And scientifically, they people that hold to this, they would go back to the first law of thermodynamics, mm-hmm. which says... Matter can neither be created or yep. destroyed. Yep. And so all matter had to exist at one time in one place yep. for it to still be in existence today. It's just been spread out. Yep. And then the second law bring, like takes in, which is all things tend toward chaos and disorder. So, of course, which as kinda, they spread yes. apart, you're seeing things get farther and farther apart. And the universe is following the rules. And then, you know, again, we're not addressing evolution. This is about the Big Bang, okay? So we're just, we are literally taking evolution off the plate in this discussion. Deal? Mm-hmm. Good. So um, the universe basically follows the first two uh, laws. And so could it be true? Yes. As we look at the data points in science, um, can we deduce the following things? Uh, can we deduce that galaxies are moving farther and farther apart? Um, it seems that it, it the, the best that data way. points are yes. Again, I will always say, I will I will rarely ever take issue with legitimate data points. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love science. I love the fact that we can look out into these galaxies and we can see that they are like. I just appreciate what the human brain is able to do and the technology we're able to create, how we're able to subdue this universe. It's powerful. It's very, very cool. So, like, for me, that is is a complete non-issue. And uh, it does make sense. It's a good theory. And I think people Mm -hmm. have to understand Big Bang is a theory. Um, It it is interesting as we look at um, uh, the universe and we hit rewind, um, it seems that there is a powerful amount of energy all moving outward in Mm -hmm. all different directions. I get that. 
So here's my um, here's my issue with the Big Bang. My issue with the Big Bang is not the data. My issue is not what the data seems to point to. My issue is not any of that stuff. My issue is that um, to believe in the Big Bang as is, uh, it it emerged out of and requires uh, absence of God. Yes. So here's the deal. Once once you take once you add in a variable, and here's the variable, there is a unbelievably sovereign, omnipotent being that mm-hmm. has the power of creation that is outside of time, space, and matter, okay? Uh, once that variable is injected in, into the equation, all things are possible. Right. If that variable is taken out of the equation, then all we can do is hit rewind, go back, and we say, mm, best we can tell is that there was a singular point of matter. All the energy in the world was bound up into it. It slowly began to expand, and then it exploded in a mass explosion bigger than anything we could ever see, and the reverberations of that are still felt today. And Okay, if God is not a part of the equation, then that that, that is probably the best theory. Yeah. And there are really not any other competing theories. Because who or what caused the Big Bang to happen without a, without a cause and there, you have no effect. Right. So some scientists, again, have emerged hundreds of theories. I mean, there's only a couple that are plausible, but nobody knows what happened. I mean, one, one theory was that the, the universe keeps expanding and then contracting and expand. Mm. And so right now we're in the expansion, expansion phase, phase yeah. and then inevitably it'll contract. And you know what I mean? Like, so there are these, um, yeah, there are these ideas, but nobody knows. Nobody no, could even no, no begin. No one was there there's when no, it happened, so we no can't observe it. expansion and what. So, like, my point in saying all that is to say, you're right. There is nothing to know what happened before that. Um, some people have surmised and said, well, we know there's no God, so matter must be eternal. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem. Like, consciousness never, anywhere, comes from consciousness. Unconsciousness. Unconsciousness, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it always comes from consciousness. Consciousness sure. begets consciousness. Even the emergence of order and consciousness actually, by our own very laws and experience, demand something bigger. Mm-hmm. They just demand it. Uh, and I mean, here's here's one idea that I just, I love. Uh, that whatever, the un- there has to be an uncaused cause. Inevitably, mm-hmm. you go back, yes. back and back and back and back and back. That's right. Has to be. But whatever the uncaused cause is, has to be conscious. Yeah, right. Has to be. Uh, there's just no other option for it. But that's not possible for modern secular science because they start with one basic assumption: there is no there God. is no God. And if you if you filter all the evidence of the universe and all the logic of the universe through that grid, you have to come up with alternate theories that will always fall short. Mm. Again, my issue is never with the data points. My issue is with the narratives they're telling, and their narratives are assuming things that are just not logical or true. And so, could the Big Bang be theory, theory be true? It could. Um, could God have done it the way He could? Um, but the Big Bang Theory is the best explanation that people have, void of a God intervention. Right, right. And um, which is why I think if we are, if we as believers believe that the Bible is God's word and the Bible is true and that God is revealing Himself and what He has done, that's right. Then we have no problems. We should have no problems reading Genesis one. Seeing that Moses himself understands it to be history, seeing Jesus understands it to be true, Paul in the New Testament epistles never doubt its veracity. Mm-hmm. We, along with all the writers of Scripture, should be able to say, "Yeah, God could have absolutely done that." And since That's He's right. revealing Himself, that actually makes a lot of sense. And and it takes nothing for God to create the world with the appearance of age, if that's how He did it. And um, I have no doubt whatsoever 
that when God created the world, um, there was more genius a part of that and the ability for him to create not just the appearance of age, but all potential technologies bound up Mm -hmm. in the matter he created and giving humans the capacity to subdue and to dominate creation and to take these raw materials and build science and technology and, I mean, unbelievable things. That's right. And uh, so I, I have no issues. The genius of God is more than capable to do that. And we don't believe God randomly wound up the universe, walked away, and it's hoping we just kind of figure it out. <laughs> uh, and it's not surprising yeah. to me at all that when God created the world, uh, he created the world in such a way that um, it appears like that. And it's also not a crazy thought to me that, uh, I mean, some latest science has uh, shown that over the last 500 years, the speed of light is actually slowing down. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, if you rewind it, then the speed of light, um, if you go back thousands of years, at what pace? Ex- was it an exponential slowdown? I mean, right. we don't know. Um, and so, those, those, again, they're theories, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. Then questions are asked, well, in the 16 and 17 and 1800s, do they have the ability to actually measure the speed of light with accuracy? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? At some point, you boggle your brain and yeah, you say, right. I don't know, I wasn't alive 400, 300 years ago when they right. were measuring the speed of light or whatever it was. So, uh, But it's an interesting idea. Like, what, yeah. If, yeah. what if the last six to 12,000 years— um, the laws of the universe, the things that we think we know or the things we measure weren't constant. That's right. What if there what if there were variables that we're unable to measure mm-hmm. right now? Yeah. I mean, those are those are huge. And and uh fortunately, unfortunately, um science is very raw. Yes. Uh, the last hundred and fifty yeah. years yeah. we've been scratching the surface of the iceberg of these theories, and we have barely begun to get there. Mm-hmm. We just now, just now, for the first time in the last, I think, two years, have been able to actually take a picture of light as both a wave and a particle okay. simultaneously yeah, yeah. to capture them. Like mm-hmm. You can see they're functioning as a, a wave or a particle. Which one, we're two years out from actually proving it yeah, in a sense right. that's visible. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. This is all very raw. And um, one day we'll get really cool jets that go into outer space and go at light <laughs> speed like Star Trek and we'll subdue the heavens. But... Uh, We're not there yet, and we're very new. We need to respect the fact that this is very raw. Yes. Well, listeners, please come back next time when we answer another question, which will be, when in creation did the angels fall? Mm -hmm.